Hello, I'm Leanne Ribsom, and this is the Out of the Fire podcast, where we talk about intercessory prayer, the prophetic, and other Christian topics. Welcome. We're concluding our series on understanding honor today. This episode is part seven, and we're going to start by talking about honoring ourselves. Now, some of us have been taught that it's wrong to honor ourselves, but that's not exactly true. It is true that we should not boast or try to draw attention to ourselves or otherwise seek to manipulate people to make them give us honor. Jesus had a few things to say about the hypocrites who stood on the street corner and let everybody know about their great spirituality. But in this episode, I want to start by presenting the positive aspect of respecting ourselves because we are the Lord's possession. We have great value simply because we are His. I mentioned in an earlier episode that all people are to be honored because they are God's creation, and that includes you. Beyond our value as created beings, Paul reminds us in 1 Corinthians 6.20 that we are bought with a price. That price was the suffering and death of God's own dear Son. We are costly jewels in His sight and therefore should treat ourselves as such. Too many of us, due to emotional wounds we have received, dishonor ourselves in our minds and in our speech. I'm no good. God doesn't love me. I don't think anyone could love me. I'm ugly. I'm unworthy. I'm not as good as so-and-so. I'm stupid. God can't use me. These are all lies. Some of us have even been taught by our families or our church culture that putting ourselves down is the modest way to speak and think. We argue when people try to compliment us on our appearance, a character strength, or a job well done. That's false humility, however. Any humility which causes us to say things that don't line up with what God says about us is false. Really, righteous honoring of ourselves is all about accepting the honor which God bestows upon us and confidently walking in it. So in wrapping up these series, let, this series, let's just review a little bit of what we've already talked about. We said in the beginning that genuine honor can only come from God. We talked about the path to honor, which is honoring others before ourselves, putting God first and then other people. Humility is another prerequisite for receiving honor. Proverbs 15.33 says, The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom, and before honor is humility. But humility is not putting ourselves down, as we just said. Humility is lining ourselves up with what God says and depending on Him to care for us, to fulfill our destiny in His timing and bring whatever vindication, recognition, and approbation are needed as He sees fit. Humility is a place of rest in Him. The devil's lie to mankind has always been that God is trying to keep us from having good things, including honor. 
The story of Balaam and Balak in Numbers 22 through 24 is a prime example. King Balak tried to, fla tried to flatter Balaam, a prophet who was also involved in sorcery, into cursing Israel for him. The rewards dangled in front of Balaam were money, recognition, and power. Balaam blessed Israel rather than cursing them, although he didn't do it out of a pure heart of obedience toward God. And Balak responded with anger, Therefore now flee to your place. I thought to promote you to great honor, but look, the Lord has held you back from honor. And we find that in Numbers 24, 11. Nothing could have been further from the truth. Had Balaam yielded himself in pure devotion to the Lord, God would have seen to his honor. But Balaam believed what the king was accusing God of, because it was what he had already convinced himself of in his deceived heart. The result? Balaam devised a plan to destroy Israel, whom he knew were the beloved of God, and he was killed in battle while siding with Israel's enemies. And we find that story in Numbers 31, verses 16 and Numbers 31, 8. We're all apt to make the same mistake that Balaam made, attempting to seize honor for ourselves by manipulation or by receiving the flatteries of men. And the root of conniving to get honor for ourselves is believing that God does not want us to have good things. Sometimes the opportunities that arise for temporary or premature honor are pretty tempting. But if we care most of all about what God thinks of us, and if we understand that he truly loves to honor his own, we will keep out of that trap. John 5:44 says, How can you believe who receive honor from each other and do not seek the honor that comes only from God? John 12:26 tells us, If any man serves me, let him follow me, and where I am, there will my servant be also. The man who serves me is the man whom my Father will honor. By understanding the destiny purpose that God has for us, as well as who we are in Christ Jesus, we can function confidently in the position he has given us. Sure, this requires stepping into that place little by little as God releases us into it. Coming into our destiny does take a great deal of patience and dependence on the Lord. We have to let him lead in the timing, or we're likely to make a mess by stepping ahead of him. Moving ahead of God is often where we get into striving for honor. In conclusion, seek the honor of God above all else. If you strive for the honor of men, it will always escape you. But as you rest in the honor of God, the honor of men will overtake you without you ever knowing how. This is Leanne Rubsom with Out of the Fire. You can visit my website at characterbuildingforfamilies.com. Thank you for listening.